Alright, I'm recording. Same. Good morning, Vietnam! <laughs> Probably won't use that, we'll see. <laughs> Probably. Um... Hey, welcome back to Unbiased Music. It's Alec and Hunter again with the second install. But anyways, how was your your week? I haven't actually talked to you very much at all. Uh, I've been been doing okay. I've been loaded with tests and stuff for like the past week, so that has sucked. But uh, yeah, I've been doing pretty good right now. I hate spring semesters though. Cause like spring is weird, yeah. Because like, well, at least ours is like fifteen weeks, but there's like spring break is really weird, and like throws I don't know, I just feel like it throws everything off. And then you get back from spring break and you're like, oh, the semester's like only half over. Mm-hmm. But in reality, like most classes wrap up like or are wrapping up right when you get back from spring break, and it catches me yeah. off guard every time. Like this is the third spring semester now of my college career and I'm going to get like I just know it I know I'm gonna get back from spring break and just be like crap where has all the time gone to do homework yeah spring is weird cause like the fall <clears throat> our weekends and we play Thursday Saturday mm-hmm. so we'll leave on like if we have a road trip we'll leave on Wednesday afternoon and not get back till like Saturday 2am huh <laughs> That it's really just like sucks. all of it's just like all of that time is gone. So you bring your backpack is like full of three textbooks and your computer and it's like it's brutal. But anyways, do you want to get into albums of the week? Yeah, sure. Um, I guess we'll talk about Tokyo first. Yeah. Yeah. What do you think? Yeah. So www dot is the name of the think. album. Oh. And by Tokyo, we talked about it last week, so you should probably be familiar with us talking about this. Um, it was it was okay. Like, I was pretty disappointed actually. Maybe I don't think disappointed is the right word because like I didn't have really any expectations about him because I didn't know anything about him either. So I kind of hyped. I kind of hyped him up though. Yeah, I was hyped too. So I don't know. Like it was, it was, and it was something. What? How did you feel about it? I am definitely in the same boat. Like I was not as happy. I have a lot of thoughts about it. Mm-hmm. Um, because there's some songs that are like great, and I love them. Yeah, there's there's definitely like a couple for me that I thought were awesome. But then, like, and I guess this is because his last album was like didn't listen to. It. Um, yeah, um, I think I remember that, but like. Even if you didn't listen, like, it was very much, like, it had a message, and there was, like, there was, like, something to the album, and it was, like, this substantial thing, and then he, like, if you know, if you listen, like, remember the first song, he talks about, like, um, like, he talks about, like, the tides and, like, all that kind of stuff, and I was, like, cool, we're gonna get, like, a, like, whatever Tokyo's expanded, like, thoughts about whatever he made were, like, we're gonna get to, like, I guess, get a little more of that, mm-hmm. um, and then we didn't. <laughs> Yeah. I don't know. I just thought it was a little more I guess shallow in a way. It was it was a lot shallower than I was expecting. And it was there were still like it was still really good. 
like the song Symphony. Yeah, I that was that was that like is, my biggest standout song for oh, me. Oh, it is so the the flow that he has at the beginning of that song was like so cool. Yeah, it like is it cool. was so just the way he kind of like it was like one continuous thing, but you could also tell at the same time where like it was broken up and had its own. I don't know. I don't know how to explain. But then like I don't know. Some songs were all over the place. Yeah, I felt um, like, like it there's a jumped around like an yeah. like energy. Is weird. And even, like, style, like, there was one, like, I don't know, Symphony is, like, a really poppy, upbeat one. Mm-hmm. And then, like, Morning View, which is another great song, was, like, super, super, like, chill R&B. And then, like, Disco was, like, I don't know. I love Disco. It's fun. I didn't listen to the whole album enough. I think I know. listened to it twice. Yeah. I think I listened to it twice, and then I would go back. I listened to Symphony and Morning View, and then uh, probably Hate to Love a lot. Hate to Love and To the Moon. To the Moon was kind of a silly one, but I like it. Yeah, I think Symphony and To the Moon were the only ones that like I have saved like in my music. But Symphony's really yeah. the only one I listened to. I thought Morning, yeah, Morning View was cool because SZA was on it, and SZA's cool. Yeah. She is awesome, and that one that might be because she's a, like a lot of features, and that might be my favorite feature of hers now. I don't know what it was about it. I just really, really liked her feature. But to the moon, I don't know why to the moon sound like. I want to say that just sounds really weird to say. Yeah, it's but strange. also it was it was almost like like a really silly song. Kinda. Like it 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 was kind of cheesy in a way. It was um, yeah, it definitely was. yeah it was a little but not like super bad cheesy it was just kind of like this is a little cheesy um but i still was like i was a fan i was a fan of the album overall mm-hmm. um i was just a little i don't know yeah i, feel I like could i was ex- i was expecting more same i feel like uh it probably sits at like five for me maybe which isn't bad yeah um no i'd give mean, it i give it like a average. six like for for my rating scale like I guess I try to aim for like a more normal distribution. Yeah. Which really won't be normal because most of the stuff like I decide to listen to is probably going to be like at least average, you know? So yeah. like I'll have like a lot of like fours, fives, and sixes. And anything mm-hmm. above that is usually like stands out in some kind of way. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I did research on it. So like one thing that I did like about this album is I thought it had a really cool production. Uh, like just the beats and everything on all the songs I thought yes. were very cool. And mm-hmm. so I wanted to see like who was the producer. And so the producer was uh, Lido. Uh, oh, like them? L-I-D-O? Yeah. I feel like I know the he, name. Yeah, he's a... Uh, so between this, he did some production on Jaden Smith's uh, Sire album. He specifically produced uh, the entire Blue like four track thing. And he produced 90, which was the other standout song for me on that album. And there's one other, like, I don't think it was Lost Boy. I think it was something else. But, uh, but yeah, between the production on this album and then the stuff that he did on Jaden's album. I mean, he did the songs on Jaden's album that I thought were, like, the really good songs. So, I don't know. I think he's pretty legit when it comes to uh, producing. Also, okay. uh, there was other songs he produced that I saw, and I was like, okay, those are dope songs, too. Like, this guy's legit. He has a a 
remix. I'm looking at his Spotify profile, and here's a remix of "Feel It Still." Feel it still by Portugal the Man, um, which is a great popular song by the way. I don't I don't typically love a lot of popular songs, but I love that song. But he has a remix of it that I actually like listen to often, um, because it's good. Because I guess that guy's really good. I haven't paid attention to him. Yeah, he's done some production for some people. He did. Um, I'm looking at like his Wikipedia page. It has like production credits. And, like, uh-huh. there's a decent number of songs here. Uh, he's done production for Halsey. Uh, he did one ASAP Ferg song, Yammy oh. Gang, which is one of the <laughs> one of the only decent songs off of that Always Strive and Prosper album, in my opinion. I didn't care for it. But, yeah, on Jaden, he did Blue, 90, and Hope. Oh. I don't remember Hope, but... Oh, 90's good. Yeah, 90 was, like, one of my favorite ones off of it. Yeah. Hmm. That's cool. I didn't know that. Yeah. I thought that was cool. Yeah. But uh, I don't know. I just, overall, that album, I don't know. It was good, but at the same time, could have been a lot better. Yeah. I felt like um, maybe it was just like, this might not be actual reality. It may have just been me inside my own head. But like, I felt like there were times where he sounded like he was just like a Chance clone. Like a Chance at Rapper. <laughs> just like his flows or just like the way he like specifically his flows like chance kind of has an awkward type of flow like it yeah 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 yeah. and there were times where he was doing stuff that was like had the same type of uh like i don't know uniqueness to it that kind of i didn't i didn't like that i don't really like whenever i listen to an artist and i feel like they're just like a a ripoff version like a good example is uh party next door is like a one of the guys he's like signed to drake's ovo i feel like he's just a drake light yeah and and it's like it's just not worth my time like i listened to one of his albums one time and i was like i feel like i'm just listening to a guy trying to mimic drake and he's not as good as drake is at what he's trying to do yeah yeah um so i kind of feel sometimes with tokyo and chance i wouldn't say all Uh the time but there were just like a couple songs where i was like this is weird yeah i think a lot of times that happens i mean like ovo and like they're all signed, obviously, to OVO. So I feel like a lot of the times you get... And same thing with, like, Chance and Tokyo and the rest of, like, Save Money, which is, like, a group of Chicago guys, um, if you don't know. Uh, and I feel like a lot of times people kind of have this, like, thing where they almost work, like, or spend too much time making and supporting such similar mu- or like music of each other that they end up like adopting yeah, almost start, too too much influenced. yeah and it's not and you know there's like obviously like there's influence and like people mm-hmm. music a lot is taking other people's ideas and making them your own but yeah, i feel like a lot of the time it's bad i wouldn't say it's yeah. just like automatically like some grave sin but, yeah but uh, yeah i know i get what you mean sometimes you're like uh okay and and it, it's almost worse when they're like not like Party Next Door, I have never really loved his music, and I feel like he's not even like he's not as talented as Drake, maybe, or as like makes music as good as Drake. Or same thing with Tokyo and Chance. It's like I love Tokyo, but at the same time, like if when he does start to sound like Chance, it's like okay, I could just go listen to Chance. <laughs> yeah, but I I mean not hating on Tokyo. I mean I love him. I think I would give the album. Maybe a six. 
yeah, I, I could see him having uh, more potential in the future. So I'm not going to just like, mm-hmm. write him off and be like, oh, this guy's whack. Oh, yeah. Yeah. No, it was enjoyable, though. It wasn't like I, it's not like Man of the Woods. Oh, yeah. Like, it was. Where wasn't, I was it suffering. Wasn't, yeah, it, I wasn't like <laughs> suffering to it. I was just like, I would rather be listening to something else. Yeah. Was the way sure. I was feeling most of the time. Yeah. All right. That's all I got. Yeah, that's all I've got about it, too. So you can talk about the next one. You can introduce it. Loma by Loma. I. This was good. I really enjoyed this. Yeah, I, I, I actually liked this a lot too. I was surprised. Yeah, there was like I don't even know how to describe it. <laughs> um, it was very um I don't know what good I don't even know what a good word is, but it was just kind of like this. I would say ominous maybe is a good word for sure. Um, and abstract maybe. Yeah, kind of feel to it, but it was like really good yeah it was uh like my first impressions of like what the music was gonna be were kind of like i didn't know how i was gonna feel about it because it has like another kind of like minimal type of sound or i guess i guess i say that a lot because i'm so used to like listening to people like kanye who is sometimes considered a a maximalist producer (laughs) it's like (laughs) complete opposite of minimalist like overdoing it so Mm -hmm. um but this actually was super cool. Like, I listened to it, I don't know, at least five times. And uh, mm-hmm. it just had a very, very kind of smooth, but it wasn't boring either. Like, it was kind of, mm-hmm. it's like it had some slower pace, but it didn't feel like it was boring. Where I've listened to slow music, like some of the other albums, and it was just like hopelessly boring. But this one wasn't. <laughs> like, there was something about it that just like commanded, like, my attention whenever I was listening to it. Which yeah. was a very I think cool experience. Yeah, I think the instruments like this may sound like weird and very vague, but like all of the instruments like worked well together, and like while it was minimal, at the same time there was like enough going on that like it still sounded like like they knew they knew what they were doing with each and like um, I don't even know how to describe it, but they just did such a good job with like each instrument and like making them work together really well. And just each album, each like sound um, of each song, just the sound really came together well. I don't know if I'm making any sense. No, I know you. But, but I just I really liked it. I wish they would have sung more. I have that down on my notes. I loved the voices. I thought the voices were really cool. Mm -hmm. And but I feel like a lot of the times, like they almost relied so much. Like there's a couple songs where it's like just instrumental. And I was kind of like, oh, man, like, I want to hear him sing. <laughs> yeah. Because um, they're just they're that cool to me. Yeah, something cool. So so Loma, like, this, this is, like, their first thing they've done. It's just, like, three people. It's It has, like, the lead singer from some band called Shearwater. I've never heard of them. Uh, he teamed up with this couple literally like a married couple, man and woman, uh, and their group is called like Cross Record. So the three of them like teamed up to make this like group in this album. And so the the guy from Shearwater, what was his name? Uh, Jonathan Myberg, Myberg, Myberg. He did like most of the writing on this album, I think. The cool thing, or 
actually, this isn't cool, but I think it's interesting, is midway through the like production, like the creation of this album, the the couple they were f- like their own duo before, so like they were married, and like in the middle of the production of the album, they decided they were going to get a divorce. What? Um, and they didn't they didn't tell the the other guy. They were like, we're just going to keep this under wraps. Um, but yeah, we should probably we, we're going to split up like after this is done. And they didn't what? they didn't tell the guy until he like wrote like the very last song he was like about to write the last song and they're like hey this whole time we've decided we were gonna like break up so what? so like the the people singing were together and then divorced halfway i wonder like i think the it was a woman who was mostly singing yeah but uh there's yeah, a couple there of a, male vocals yeah there no there were like there were like backup vocals and stuff but uh yeah. that's crazy yeah i thought that was crazy so that's probably so awkward. It kind of it kind of gives an interesting like perspective, like on when you're listening to it. Um, huh. Yeah, and that's that's interesting. I wonder like how much of it they recorded before all of that. I don't know. You know, I I didn't know. It just said like sometime in the middle of production they were like, yeah, <laughs> yeah, this isn't working. <laughs> That's crazy. My, that reminds me of, I think it's the Civil Wars, maybe? They're like a folk band. Mm-hmm. It, I think it's the Civil Wars, but they were like together for a long time, and then they divorced, and like, the Civil Wars aren't like a band anymore, and they have like the best harmonies that I've ever heard, the two of them. Um, they're like a duo. And like, I've always thought that was interesting, like, it'd be really weird to like do something like that intense because it I mean like making music isn't like a you know like a simple easy stress-free thing typically you know especially when it's your livelihood but to do that like with the person that like you're married to mm-hmm. and then like then if you do divorce like your music career might be over <laughs> yeah because like who knows if you're going to be as good on your own as if you were in this band or whatever yeah, it's definitely so like... So that probably means Loma won't make anything anymore. Maybe not. It might just be a one-project deal. Which is still cool. I'm, a, I'm glad yeah, that we have this. Yeah, that's kind of cool. Yeah, yeah I mean, that's good. The other thing that, like, whenever I was listening to it, um, it's just different. I've never listened to anything quite like it, and it's like, I liked it a lot, but I feel like if I tried to show it to, like, most of my friends for them to listen to it, I feel like they, yeah. I would get mostly... I wouldn't say negative, but they would just be like, I don't care for it. Yeah. Which kind of sucks, because it's like, I really thought it was a pretty, like, awesome production. I mean, I think even if, like, let's say, like, we were hanging out in person, and you were just like, oh, listen to this band that, like, I found, and you showed me, like, a song off of there, I'd be like, meh. But the fact yeah, that I was, like, uh, it doesn't fit in the my room, context. yeah. And, I, and the fact that I was, like, in my room listening to it and, like, thinking about it, I enjoyed it. Yeah. Um, what was your favorite song off the album? Uh, it's kind of hard to pick. I liked almost every single song. Like, I still have every song basically saved in my library. Except for the first one, which is more of an intro. Yeah. Um, But, like, Dark Oscillations is a good one. I liked relay runner 
was good. I thought the song "I Don't Want Children." I thought that one was very interesting. Like it had a, yeah. it had a very interesting kind of vibe, just kind of like ominous yeah. feeling. Maybe that's part of the divorce. Maybe. Yeah, I was like, maybe she was like, "I don't want children," and she made a song about it. And he was like, maybe originally there was a song that was like, "But I'd want children." Well, the I mean the the first like opening line, whatever, is like, "I don't want children." But even if I do, I would want them from you. Something like that. So, so I don't know how much it directly <laughs> reflects uh, the divorce. <laughs> but, uh, but like, you can definitely, I don't know. It feels like there could be some legit feeling behind it. Yeah. I My favorite song, by far, is Black Willow. The last song. Yeah, that one's cool. Oh, that, I don't know what it was about that song. But like I remember the first time I listened to it, I was just like, "Whoa, this song is really good." Mm-hmm. And Joy, I like Joy a lot. I remember liking that one a lot. Yeah, Joy was good. I loved the chorus and that. But I don't know what it was about Black Willow. Um, it was just so it stuck out so much to me. Like literally the first playthrough, I was like, "I love this song. This is really good." Like my first time through it. Mm-hmm. This is my favorite, and then like, you know, I probably listened to it four full times through. Black Willow is still my favorite for sure. But that was I. Re- I really enjoyed this album. I would give it like a seven. Yeah, I would give it like a a strong seven. That yeah, a strong seven. That's why I hesitated because I was like eight. Yeah. yeah, I was like, I don't think I'm quite ready i don't feel like it has a good case for my like ratings to like give it an eight but uh it definitely stands out compared to most of the stuff i ever listened to yeah it was it was a surprise it was almost like it's like almost as a surprise as anderson east was less of a surprise but yeah i would say it was a surprise in the same type of feeling but anderson east was like like, i listened to it and it was like in the first song i was like oh my god yeah anderson east was Album's been wrong, I need to listen to that again this week. Yeah, but like, I want to listen to it again. The, just kind of, I went into it and I was just like, Loma, Loma, and I noticed they hadn't had anything else. I was like, it's interesting. I mean, it didn't have like, you know, barely any plays when we found it. You know, cause it, was new. it still barely has any plays. Because but... even like, even when like we, like, you know, a popular album comes out and I find it the day of, it still might have a decent amount of listens or whatever, but this had not, not much at all. And I was like, there's, it's like, hopefully there's not, a, or there's, it's not a coincidence that they have no views in this thing. It might actually be good. It was. Yeah. But, there's a lot of, there's a lot of good music out there that just is kind of under the radar. What have you been listening to this week? Um, I've been studying a lot, so I haven't listened to a lot of non, uh, like, classical music but there was a few things I found this one song called 1950 by King Princess that song is cool I like that Mm. I'll check it out and what kind of music is it? it's um it's pretty like indie kind of alternative I think that's like the best way to describe it Mm-hmm. yeah it's cool I would check it out 
it has a catchy like chorus uh and a nice vibe and then i'm gonna gonna flash back to what we were talking about in the last episode or something i talked about that drake song god's plan uh, <laughs> i i said in the last episode that i was never gonna listen to it again or i probably wasn't and that was a lie take it back <laughs> i listened to it again i was like i'm gonna give it another shot because it just because it's it's nice to give second chances and yeah it's actually a good song i actually do like that song uh, I don't take oh. back what I said about that specific line being super cringy. And it's not good, but uh, <laughs> the the bed in my mama one. Yes, but yeah, uh, but otherwise, I like that song. Actually, it has a very cool vibe. I like the production. So, oh yeah, production value on Drake is always gonna be good. Yeah, he's got that. Yeah, got that big budget. Yeah, well, but enough to make a music video by giving money away, which was cool. Yeah, like I saw but, I saw a funny meme. Uh, I think it, I haven't seen that music video, but like I know what it is. It's like him giving out mm-hmm. money to people, and yeah, I saw like it was a photo of it, and they pasted like that that Patrick meme that's big right now, where he's like, oh, the he's, like, look, the one, the creepy with, like, one, the, with, like, oh. the evil look. Yeah, they put that over Drake's face, and like it was captioned like, uh, that feeling when you know you're about to get like. Five hundred thousand uh, dollars, like off your taxes from like all this donation. <laughs> <laughs> I have not I seen that. Yeah, I, it, I did, it, it, it didn't go around. Like, I don't think it was like popping whenever I saw it, but it was. It made me actually laugh. The one I've seen a lot, the meme of God's plan, the music video, has been where it's like they put it in reverse and. <laughs> That they take takes the money from like a mom and a kid sitting on the thing, and it's like SMH capitalism, capitalism its finest or something, <laughs> and it's so dumb, but it's kind of funny. Like yeah. I laugh when I see it. I'm like ah ha ha, like that's pretty funny. It's ironically but, funny. Yeah, it's just like who made that a meme and why did it get popular? Which I'm actually doing a project on that. Why memeology? What happened? Meme memetrix memetrix. Memetrix. Metrics, maybe. I don't know. I'm gonna say metrics in my presentation for it just because it's more me. Mm-hmm. Um, no, I'm talking about like it's a communications class, but I won't spoil too much of it because I'll make y'all come to my presentation or I'll live stream or something. Yeah, I'm just kidding, but it's because I don't know what I'm doing yet. That's why I can't talk about it. <laughs> I just know I'm talking about memes. That's cool. You'll... Everyone else is talking about like serious stuff. I'm like, yeah, memes. I don't know. You could get pretty serious about that stuff because I mean, meme yeah. is like that's like a real word that's existed for a long time, yeah. and I don't and think I don't think a like, lot of people realize that. But like, it is no, an actual scientific word that's used yeah. like in psychology. And they've been and like studying it. They've been studying it since like the seventies. So like, yeah, because like it's a a meme is just like an idea that just like permeates yeah. through like society. Society. Mm-hmm. So like, whenever someone makes a meme and it gets like reproduced in different ways, like. Like that's what a meme basically is. Yeah. Not just I mean, like, even but just not like even speech. just like internet jokes. It's just like speech yeah. stuff too. It's like the phrases, like when our parents were, or like Scooby Doo, whatever time era that that's. I don't know what time era it is, but like when they say stuff like groovy and like coolio man or whatever words like, um, what's his face Shaggy says, 
Mm-hmm. Like, you know, th- that's like a meme, like that phrase and that like yeah. idea of like how they spoke and why they said what they said and what it meant. That's the idea of a meme. So the more you know. Yep. Uh, we may not have described it very well at all because it is kind of complicated. Like every time I've looked it up, it's like. Okay, I looked up the definition. An element of a culture or system of behavior that may be considered to be passed from one individual to another by non-genetic means, especially imitation. And then there's a secondary definition about a a humorous image video piece of text that's copied, often with slight variations, and spread rapidly by internet users. Yeah. Yeah. I think because often people think a meme is literally just like like a picture with the white text around, like, on the top and the bottom. Yeah, that's what every single photo result I'm being shown is. <laughs> it's oh, like the, so... the crazy ex-girlfriend and the, the kid eating sand. All that old stuff. The golden days. The worst part about that is that, like, those weren't that creative. Yeah, they were really bad. Because, like, so memes bad. now, memes now are, like, can get very, very creative and, like, very, very, oh, yeah. like... Eloquent, I guess, is a word you could use to describe it. But man, like those top and bottom texts, bad. <laughs> the funniest, the funniest memes are like when it's like half a joke at the top, and then it says like bottom text, and then it's deep fried. Yes, those <laughs> are wonderful. Tell ISIS bottom text. Bottom text. <laughs> bottom text. I love. I don't it. even know why it's funny. It's just so ridiculous. Yeah. Oh, other stuff. There's a couple other things I want to say I was listening to. I found this random song called Face Shopping by Sophie. I don't know. It's like a... How do you spell it? Like the the artist? The artist. S-O-P-H-I-E. It's like all caps. It's a weird song. Like it's... It's just like an electronic Oh, like Sophie Sophie. (laughs) Yeah. Um, I don't know. I keep listening to it. It's like mostly an electronic song, and it has like a weird bass drop, and then it's kind of like EDM-ish, but like not really. I don't know. It it's just it's interesting, and I keep listening to it for some reason. And I've been listening to to Kanye West's Yeezus album a bunch recently for some reason. Well, not just for some reason because I love it. So yeah, and hot hot take. I don't love Jesus. It's my least favorite Kanye album. Yeah, I'm not surprised. That's what a lot of people. That's how a lot of people honestly probably feel about it. It's kind of it's kind of out there. It might be his most experimental, if not the life of Pablo. If if that doesn't take most experimental, that takes most experimental. But I think it's I think it's phenomenal. Yeah. Yeah, it's still good. Um, okay, I have to interrupt you real quick because I kept Googling and looking at uh, bottom text memes, and it's Chicken Run, it's Deep Fried, and it says Metro Boomin' wants some bottom text, and it's absolutely <laughs> wonderful. And th- there's even like a like another caption to it. You know how they'll do like it looks like it's Twitter or whatever, uh-huh. um, and it says I'm not even. It's not even good. Why am I laughing? <laughs> that's the thing about like all these memes like the internet and everyone just like getting into it it just like they just build upon like themselves like they're becoming like ridiculously like meta 
it's just like a meme based off of a meme based off of a meme and it just like keeps going to the point where like if you just take someone that's never like experienced the internet and memes before and just like started showing them like what we have now they'd be like i don't understand what this is they'd be like is this like something that a computer randomly generated that like has no meaning Most of them don't have a meaning. That's the thing. Yeah, they just don't. Or like, like they do, yet. but it's like the meaning was lost years ago, generations ago. Meme generation. Ooh, that's cool. Meme generations. Boom. Out here making stuff up. <laughs> but yeah. Anyways, back to I really don't love this. Yeah, I'm not surprised. I love it. It was, it was the very first. CD I ever bought myself physically, just like out and about. Really? Yeah, like I had owned CDs before that, but like they were usually just like given to me. And I remember it released. And at that time, I wasn't like the biggest like Kanye West fan. Like I liked him, but I didn't like specifically be like, oh, he's my favorite artist. Like at that time, like I think it was the summer after our sophomore year of high school yeah i just remember like hearing about it like in school when summer was there and for some reason i went to a a cd like record store with some friends like at a summer camp and i like saw it and i wanted to buy something i was like i'll buy this because i've heard about it and i think it has an interesting like cd like wait was that on the way to was that on the way to panama city no this wasn't with y'all this was something else this was like some other thing I did, like, some summer camp, like, at a college. And, uh, but yeah. And I just, like, randomly bought it and changed my life. If I had to, if I had to create, if I had to write, like, a, like, a biopic or just an autobiography, it would probably be split into, like, two halves. There would be before hearing the drums from Black Skinhead and after after hearing (laughs) the drums from Black Skinhead. I I vividly remember what I was doing, where I was, whenever I was listening to that album, because it changed my life. Yeah, those are that's a legendary. That song is legendary. Thing. I love Blood on the Leaves. That's yeah, actually I love that song. Now that like I think about it, I, but I never put Blood on the Leaves. Like I just think of it one of those like random Kanye songs that isn't from eight. Okay, here's how I this is how I think of Kanye songs. Is there's 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 the Everything's either on The Life of Pablo or 808s and Heartbreaks or it's just a song I like from every other album. Because in my opinion, I like, I mean, personally, I think those two are just, these two albums are just good and way better than the others. That's just my opinion. Low-key. I always forget. I was going to say low-key, one of my favorite songs off of Yeezus is the last song, Bound 2. Have you heard that one? Yeah, that song is infamous. People, people are like, that's his worst song ever, and I'm not gonna argue <laughs> that it is or isn't. But that's the one where it's like it's it's like bound. The chorus is like bound to falling in love. Yeah. Right? Uh huh, honey. It, it's kind of a weird song just because like the sample that he uses of the chorus, or just like the woman, whatever that sings like that chorus. It sound it's like kind of high pitched in a way. It's like it's not a pleasant sound like that part. But whenever it breaks into that, uh, I don't even know what to call it, but whenever 
it's the man with like the deep voice and then the bass is just like rumbling. Get a fresh cut straight out the salon, bitch. Like, you know what I'm talking about? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That part, it, it's that part specifically is a part that I love the most. The rest of the song, just like his lyrics and stuff are, <laughs> are not amazing, but yeah. It's just that part of that song is just like awesome to me. Oh yeah, that's bad. <laughs> it's It's a guilty pleasure, like that song for me. Because I'm not, I'm not gonna say it's some like masterful piece of art, but uh, but I still love it. Yeah, that's, that's all right. Everybody knows those. But Jesus. Oh, there was something else I was gonna mention about right before. I don't know. I'll just drop it. Maybe I'll remember later. This week I have been listening to um a lot of Reliant K. Mm. You know Reliant K? Do you know who that is? Yeah, yeah. I mean, I don't really okay. listen to them, but, like, I know of them. I yeah. know you've been listening to them. They, okay, they were, like, a like a middle school yeah. Christian. <laughs> they're, like, your typical middle school Christian. I'm getting into music that's not only on the radio first band. Mm -hmm. And then I forgot about them, like, after freshman year of high school. And then, like, I listened to their most recent album, Air for Free, and I was like, wait, this is great. <laughs> like, it's fun. It's not, like, terrific music, but it's fun. And there's, yeah. like, two or three songs. There's a song that's basically exclusive about the Cleveland, exclusively, um, about the Cleveland Browns. And <laughs> it's called Mrs. It's called Mrs. Hot Hippopotamuses. Oh and it's, God. like, I saw you listening to that not, on Spotify, and I was like, yeah. what? what could that even possibly be about? <laughs> It's just like, it's, I don't even know. It's like a guilty pleasure almost. Like, it's not great. Guilty pleasure songs are the best songs. But it's not even like a guilty pleasure. It's just kind of like, hey, this song's like fun. Um, mm -hmm. But it's just like, like, there's a line, it's like, um, now everyone is screaming, let's hear it for the Cleveland Browns. And it's just great. And they like, there's like a background vocal group and just like their whole thing is just to go like, O-H, like, I-O, and they just spell Ohio randomly throughout the song. But, like, if you don't know that the song's about the Browns, you'll just think that they're, like, talking about the Browns randomly, and then there's, like, people in the background going, O-A-I-O. You don't even, like, you can't even tell it's Ohio. But I love it. Fantastic song. Um, fantastic <laughs> album. It's fun. There's a song, like, right before that called Local Construction that's, like, talking about how, like, in your life, like when you try to do stuff, nothing ever happens, and it's just like a little instruction and it doesn't get fixed. Cool. But it's fun and a good album. I listened to... Do you listen to Leon Bridges? You ever heard of him? Um, that, that rings a bell. Okay, do you know the song River? It's like, Take Me to the River. Dip uh, Me in Your Smooth Water. I don't know. I'm not sure. Oh. You would know it if you heard it. Maybe. But he's like a... I don't even know how to describe him because he he's, he's a new artist. Like the, the album is called Coming Home. His only album is called Coming Home, and it's like a fifteen or sixteen release. Um, so it's newish, but he like is straight out of the seventies. 
it's like he time traveled from the seventies to now and is just making fantastic, like soulful music, mm. and it's so good. And I'd never listened. He's like a deluxe version of it with a bunch of extra songs that I never listened to, and I'm really sad that I haven't listened to them before because they were phenomenal, just absolutely incredible. Great artist. You need to listen to him. I think you would like him. Yeah, I'll check him out. I don't really recognize him, but we'll see if I recognize his songs. But, like, look at him. Look how cool he looks. Yeah. Like, he's just a cool. It looks like he's wearing cool a fedora dude. in this picture, which it looks like he might potentially be pulling it off. And that's. That's, that's not a fedora. Are you looking at his. Are you looking at his album artwork? No, I just Googled Leon Bridges. Oh. He. Like. Just. He's so cool. I think you would definitely like him. I'll check him out. He's a little bit of that Anderson East. Okay, there's a song. Do you know like the artist Odeza? O-D-E. Yeah, I've, I've, I know a couple songs. Yeah. He has a really popular song with that artist. Um, I don't know much about that artist. So, um, Odessa, Texas. But all I know is that, that song. Yeah, that's always what I think of. Um, yeah. especially if they're not if they're not la- named after Odessa, then like I would be surprised. Um, but definitely like so good. Like he has a song about like his mom, but it's not like he's he doesn't like say mom in it. But like in the because I have his vinyl and like in the thing it's like to my mom Lisa Sawyer and it was like oh pff, the song Lisa Sawyer is about her. Hmm. Um, but his voice is just so so cool. You definitely need to check him out. And if you're listening and you've never heard of Leon Bridges, please do yourself a favor and check him out. But that's really, I don't know. I didn't listen to a lot of like different stuff because I have been doing, oh, the Black Keys. I listened to the Black Keys a lot this week. Okay, throwback a little Oof. bit. Yeah. Every time I think of the Black Keys, I just think about being in this really dumb high school class I took. It was like a, some kind of like business type of class except it was a total blow-off class and i had some coach. was it that money class it wasn't i know it, it wasn't money management but it had a long name it was like it just like yeah it had i had some coach i don't remember his name but we never did anything in that class and he would always play pandora he'd play the same pandora station which oh. if you've ever experienced pandora if you just play the same station for like a few hours like you're only kidding maybe like 60 to like mm. two 60 minutes to like two hours of like different songs and then it'll just like repeat it repeat so oh you'll start hearing the gosh. same songs and he would he played that like the entire i think it was only a semester Semester-y. long so yeah i got to hear just like the same songs and there were some like black key oh songs i love have you ever listened to the black keys like not a really lot? i haven't they're i've been told that i would good. like them and i think i would yeah, I, think I just would. like haven't done it because there's so much that i need to listen to yeah good point but there well there's el camino which is like it's got lonely boy that's like their most popular one um and it's got lonely boy like everyone knows that song gold on the ceiling um that's a good album but i like their album turn blue it's like a uh, i hate i feel like i'm always referencing tame impala which isn't a bad thing um, except for yeah, this, but but it's like a it's like a very rock Tame Impala. It's like if Tame Impala used like 
a lot more guitar, like a lot, a lot more guitar. Yeah. And like used it in a different way. But it's got that kind of like, I don't know what to describe it, kind of vibe of Tame Impala. Um, but then it's like, it's just good. It's just solid music. Um, but I listen to them a lot. Cool. And then, other than that, I just listen to my classic homework playlists. Yeah. That are not fun to talk about, really. Yeah, I don't have anything fun to talk about my stuff like that. There is one song I forgot to mention. It The song is called Be a Man, Get in the Cold Shower. I have no idea how to pronounce the artist's name. It's like Kidepo, Kidepo, like K-I-D-E-P-O. I don't know, but that song is cool. I like it. Kidepo. I think. Mm. I love that. It's a cool song. That's a really, that's a really cool, like name. Yeah, it's interesting. Pretty unique. Um, I love just like weird long names like that. It's not. Super I don't long, ever. But my, yeah. did you like where did you get this on Discover Weekly? No, I think I found it on some playlist, but not Discover Weekly. My Discover Weekly has sucked lately. I haven't, I haven't listened to it in a while because the last. Uh, the, I mostly listened to it like a lot like this summer I would listen to it like religiously this summer because it was on fire <laughs> I would find so many awesome songs on it and then like there were a couple times in the past like semester that I've listened to it and it was like okay this is starting to suck like it's just uh-huh. it's just a bunch of like underground kind of music that yeah. that like all starts to kind of sound the same because that's like how their algorithm works it's like I save mm-hmm. one of the songs off of there and it's like oh he likes this and so I just start getting a lot of music that sounds like the same. Yeah, it's a really cool album or a really cool algorithm, not album. Um, the whole like, and I think that of all the like new discovery things that they have, it works really well typically. But I feel like you get in these ruts with Discover Weekly where it's just like it'll suck for two months. Yeah, and then you're like, oh wait, this is really good, and then it goes back to being bad again. But I have like. I don't know if yours have been sucking lately. Mine has definitely been sucking lately. Can you please talk about the most important thing in music? And what would that be? Past 50 Cent. <laughs> <laughs> Not having 50 Cent to his name. Because he didn't invest in Bitcoin. Okay. This is just quick. So... There is misinformation out there about 50 Cent. Yeah. People, because he's like, he's technically like in a bunch of lawsuits or whatever, and he's like, he's bankrupt with quotation marks around that. So he's like not bankrupt. (laughs) Like there's a lot of videos of him that he puts on like Instagram where he's just like bathing in money. So like he has money, but most of his money is just tied up in like investments, like property or stuff that he can't easily like liquefy so that's like the type of that's like the type of bankruptcy he's actually i just love the fact that like i realize that there's multiple types of bankruptcy yeah i just love the fact that like there's the option or almost the option of saying 50 cents doesn't have 50 cents like i just think that's hilarious yeah like he was like i feel like when like if i was coming up with a rapper name like, That's a strong name. Like, oh, it's a strong name, but also, like, just, I don't know. I was just thinking about the possibility of, like, what if I don't have money and people just make fun of my name? 
I don't know. I just had to take that opportunity. I just wanted to say it. It sounded great in my head. And I it think it clever. sounded great coming out, of my, coming out of my head. But the whole thing, so if you don't know what happened, basically 50 Cent a while ago, I don't know how long ago. It was like a but month a ago. News, yeah, a news article came out saying that he had a bunch of money in Bitcoin. Because a long time ago, someone paid for his album in Bitcoin, if I remember yeah, correctly. Yeah, he, he like, he's continued to release like the same album over and over for like the past 20 years. And there was like rumors that he was accepting Bitcoin as a, like a way, form of yeah, as a form of payment. And so like, like from... the rumor was that in like 2011 or something, he got just like a, a handful of Bitcoins for 2011, which ended up being worth like millions of dollars today in like 2018 2017 yeah but he the funniest thing is the fact that he basically didn't say like didn't deny it because he was like it was good for me yeah it's good publicity and now he's getting more publicity because it was all a fraud because it was all but the thing is is like it would have been one thing in my opinion if he had um done it and then like been just like yeah, didn't say anything. Is it? But he like talked about having Bitcoin. Did he? Because after I, I the yes, I didn't even look into that story. I was just like, that's really random, and that sounds very Fifty Cent. Yeah, no, like I read I, the article. I read, and this is all. This could be fake news. I don't it know. But this is what I read. Still funny. But there were like screen caps of his tweets saying like talking about Bitcoin and having Bitcoin. Like, sure he from does, like he has to, 2017. He has to put on like an aura of like having tons of money. Yeah, but so he, but just the fact that like he didn't deny having Bitcoin and then like lots of it and making money off it. And then he talked about having Bitcoin and then he was eventually just like, yeah, I didn't deny it because it was good for me, which is awesome. <laughs> I think. I think it's just a great, like, that's so, like, who does that? Like, I'd be like, oh, no, I don't have Bitcoin. What? But he's like, wait. I'm just not going to say anything. I love it. I just think it's it's such a meme thing. Yeah. Did you ever buy into the, the crypto? No. I did not. I did. I did. LOL. Uh, yeah. You know, I knew it was What'd you get? Crash. Which one is it? I bought, I bought, like, 10 bucks at the time of... Bitcoin and like five bucks of Litecoin, and so I put like fifteen dollars into it, and that was like maybe a week or two before it like started to crash. And you know, yeah. I knew it was gonna crash. I literally told. What's somebody, it worth now? What's oh, your that, that, that wallet is less than half. Like I'm gonna log in. Actually, it's gonna it's gonna take a bunch of verification for me to log in. But I checked it like a week ago, and I think it was like six bucks, like from fifteen to like six dollars. So. Yeah, I didn't. Now would be the time to put fifteen more dollars in it. Yeah, I wasn't gonna put any serious amount of money in there because I knew it was just uh-huh. like bogus. I just did it for the for the memes, for the, so that I could for the clout, so that I could put a gif from Ma- the Matrix on Twitter and talk about this is me whenever I bought Bitcoin, commanding uh-huh. the Matrix around me. You just did it for the clout. Yeah, it was a cool thing to do. Peer pressure. Yeah, I have not. I have not done that. Yeah, but I, I just crypto is not but, is not the future. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's so like I feel like it's so 
vulnerable and sketchy. Yeah. there Because there's been, oh my god, there's been so many scams. I saw some numbers mm-hmm. like two days ago that said um, just like in the past few months, the like the U.S. Fed or somebody, some like thing with the U.S. government predicted that somewhere between like 70 and like $100 million uh, got scammed from people buying into like these startup cryptocurrencies. No way. Yeah. Oh. No, because there were there were a lot. I know specifically BitConnect was one that was a huge scam, and that one I only know about because it's a meme. Because there was like a there was like a conference where there was like a guy who was like singing about how he like loves BitConnect and whatever, like just a total like s- like a snake oil salesman kind of thing. Oh. It, it's just like it's really memey because the guy was acting just very wild. And the whole thing was a scam. Just like millions of dollars gone. That's, oh my, I've not heard of that. I'm just, it is. I don't know. I feel like I, I just can't put my money. Wow. Yeah, people, whenever that was a thing, some people were telling me about people they know whose dads had put like some absurd amount of money into Bitcoin and like made a bunch of money. And then, <clears throat> then at that time, whenever it was like super high and I'm like, I'm like, that's really stupid. I'm like, you've got to, you have to have a lot of disposable money to just be throwing like thousands and thousands of dollars at cryptocurrency. Yeah. I read a story one time where a guy bought Bitcoin, like almost immediately when it was a thing. And like, he put in like $500, which to me is still a lot of money to invest in something like that. Yeah. And that was like, and then he later, and he put it in one of those wallets that's like super secure, or those US, they call them USB wallets or something. Um, but they're like super encrypted. But it took him like six months to, like he lost it, lost the password for everything, found it, like when they were moving. And it was like, he bought, it was like he bought three Bitcoins or something or whatever. And it was like, his money was worth like an insane, it was like $30,000, $40,000 or whatever. I don't know how much it was at the time. But he, like, spent six months trying to, like, unlock this thing. <laughs> and, like, stuff like that just makes me not want to get into that. It's just weird. Like, it's, I don't know. yeah, and I don't, and I don't know how, I don't understand how it makes value in money. It's super complicated. Yeah. Blockchains, and I don't know. It's all, it was all just a thing so that people could buy stuff off the black market on the internet. <laughs> That's... That makes it even worse. <laughs> but now the FBI is going to crack down more on that kind of stuff, which doesn't really work because they just open up new markets. Yeah. So I'll just I'll just use US dollars. I'm fine. Yeah, I'm cool with that. Yeah, it seems to work. Yes. Um, what was? There was another thing. Oh, let's talk about the the Oscar thing. The ranking, the original songs. The, yeah. Yeah, so my my favorite website that I honestly read every day. No, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to give them a free ad this time just because I actually like them a lot. Uh, it's 538.com, all spelled out. I mean, it... Hashtag not, free ads. Yeah, I'm not going to lie. It's, it's pretty, <laughs> like, nerdy, I guess. Like, it's just run by that, that Nate Silver guy. I'm pretty sure... 
maybe only one of the people that listens to this might even know what that name is, but he's like, he's, if there's any statistician that you ever, anyone ever knows about that's alive right now, it's going to be Nate Silver. Nate and Silver. so, yeah, like the whole website is just about like politics and sports and culture, just anything that like you could collect data on and be like, hey, like these these trends and these polls like tell us this and like we're gonna interpret it i don't know that's i did a terrible job describing it just now i can just tell you it's a thousand times more entertaining than the description that i just gave you yeah um, Here, here's a better description is it's really really nerdy but really cool stuff on everything but most importantly sports and culture because those are more entertaining. Yeah, like that. Like um, it, there's a ton of sports. Like the whole thing is funded, the sports part. The whole thing is funded by ESPN. Like at the top right of the web page, yeah. there's a link to ESPN. Like that's why this website even exists because they do sports analysis with like stats and stuff. Yeah. Like this one article is the ridiculousness of conference tournament locations and six maps. Yeah. And it's just like showing how crazy how it is for all these teams. Some of those championships are. Yeah. Or the Raptors bench is destroying the NBA. Mm-hmm. And all stuff like that. And they have um, a really, really cool thing where they like um, take all of the club soccer games that are happening in that moment. So like you can go in it like, or say the night before because most soccer that's important and good happens in Europe. So if you go in the night before and like Whoa, hot take. you say... I'm a diehard NASL fan. Oof. Okay. I couldn't name That's a, a I couldn't. I couldn't name a single you, yeah. team on the, no. in ASL. Um. Anyways, the <laughs> ASL. Oh, I'm just glad you know what that is. I know. Do you know what the other? Do you know the other semi-pro league? That's yeah. Is it the USFL? Nope. It's the USL. Okay. That's it. You're close. close. You were close. That's close. Yeah. Enough. I'll give you. I'll give you like seventy-five percent credit. Okay. Um, I'll take it. Yeah. <laughs> C's get degrees. Um, but the, like, they basically give the most important game of that day to watch. So if you, like, say you wake up on, like, or a Friday night before you go to bed, and you're like, okay, I want to wake up and watch, like, you know, some Barclays Premier League soccer in the morning, and you can't decide which game to watch, um, because maybe your team's not playing or whatever, you can, like, go to 538 and, like, go to a certain thing on their website, I don't know what it's called, sorry. But you can, like, look up, like, what game is the most, like, important relating to, like, the title race or, like, whatever. It's like, that's cool. Yeah. Like, I love that. And I think that that's, it's nerdy. It is really nerdy how they do all of it and calculate it and the fact that, like, this is what they live for and this makes them super excited. But the fact that you can go look at that is super cool. <laughs> like, the fact that someone does this. But anyways, let's yeah. talk about the Oscars thing, the article. Yeah, so they made a... So they're kind of into like award shows, especially the Oscars, because there's so many other award shows that that are about like movies. And so they can like look at the trend of like, oh, when movies won this amount of awards and all these other award shows, they won the Oscar for it like 80 percent of the time. So they had like a lot of predictions like leading up to the Oscars, like these movies and whatever are going to win these categories. And so they wrote one about. Uh, ranking like the best and worst songs that won the Oscar for best original song and uh, yeah so since it's about music that's why we're talking about it 
the the worst song? Should we start oh, with wait, the best well, or I the think, worst song? I think first we should mention that this is like the way they ranked them. So like it's a it's a statistics based kind of thing. Yeah, because true. that's what that's everything they do. So they just yeah. created like a a quiz that they gave to it says fifty thousand individual people. Mm-hmm. So I mean it's not super scientific because it's just people yeah. that are somehow affiliated with following five thirty eight. But they would just like they would play clips from two different songs that had won that Oscar for best original song, and they would ask a person to choose which song they liked more. So then they would get like winning percentages for the songs. So like if a song won their matchup like ninety percent of the time, then like that was an outstanding song. Or like some songs they only won like twenty percent of the time. So like those were like the yeah. worst songs. But they were pretty good. Yeah, I think it worked typically, out well. Like like uh, looking at the list, it's like good. yeah. Like I can definitely see why these are the best. But then again, like there's some that are. There's I would disagree bad, with bad how bad they you are. You disagree with, like, their top songs or what? Some of the bad songs. Like, you think some of the bad songs are good? Well, like, I don't I don't even know how to describe it. Like, it says This Is Me. Um, I mean, I'm assuming that. What song is that? It's from the British show. Oh... Uh... Wait. Unless it's the This oh, Is Me from Camp Rock. It's down, it's like number seven. Yeah, yeah, I, I just found it. <clears throat> but, and that's not a 35%. Well, I don't know. It just depends. Like Some of the songs are very, like, you need context. Like, that's the thing you can notice the most that I notice is, like, the songs that are, like, the, at the top of the ratings are, like, they're songs that people, like, know. Like, I'm pretty sure no. I know, like, all of, like, the top ten. Yeah. And, like, whereas the bottom, it's, like, songs that seem like they're pretty reliant on, like, the movie they were in. Like, you're not going to hear them outside of the movie. That's true. But the number one song, or should we start with the bottom? Well, I'm, well there's <laughs> there's 87 or 88 songs, so, I mean, we're not going to talk about a we lot. We can just hit the, like, I'm just, the top I'm just gonna, like, point out. I'm just going to, like, point out, like, a couple that stand out to me. Like, something that, like, the, okay, so the number one song is Somewhere Over the Rainbow from... It's not even the best version of it, in my opinion. I think the best version is the, with the Hawaiian dude. Yes, is? Yeah. Yeah, that, That's the I mean, best version, for sure. But, so in my opinion. But, um, Somewhere Over the Rainbow from, uh... The Wizard of Oz, 1939. Of Oz. It had a win percentage of saying that it's not a good... Which is not super saying high. it's not good. Yeah, it's eleven percent above the next song. Yeah, the next so one. It is very good though. Win. I'm not hating. I'm not hating on this version because it's good. Yeah, but it is. I mean, that's a. I don't know. That's just like a classic song though. You can't not. You can't not like that song. Yeah. I remember. Yeah. I remember singing that like in second grade, like or first grade. We had like a in our music class, like. We had a recital or whatever, you know? And I remember that being one of the songs. We also had to sing some random, like, French song. And, like, we're all just, like, first grade Americans. Like, we don't know what we're saying. It was, like, <laughs> it was about a bird. It was, like, Frere Jacques or something. Frere Jacques, I don't know. I'm pretty sure Jacques was, like, the name of the bird. 
I have no idea. I'm pretty sure there's like a pretty common. Um, yes. Yep. 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 Yeah, it went like that. I think my voice cracked in that, but yeah, I don't know. I just like I just randomly remember that song, and I remember in first grade, like barely having coherent thoughts. I just remember thinking like, why are we doing this? Well, I was like, we don't speak this language. Like, none of these words mean anything. <laughs> yeah. And then, are you listening to it? Yep. Oh, could you hear that? I could barely hear it. Oh. Like, um, like it's the called... listeners probably won't be able to hear it unless they're blasting their speakers. Yeah. But we're talking about it, too, so I'll know. It's called... I'll... I'm totally gonna... I'm just gonna spell it. I'm not even gonna try and butcher it. It's A-L-O-U-E-T-T-E. Alouette. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. It went. It was like that. Alouette. It was like Alouette. Yeah, that's it. Yeah. Yeah. No, I no, I like I I know that song. That's a popular. Yeah, like that's a song. every a lot of people recognize that song because it's. I have no idea why, but some French song that has penetrated American culture. I wonder why. I wonder where that. Dang it! Now I have to do research. Yeah. Um. It's a meme. But yeah. The. Where were we, where were we going? Where were you going with that? Nowhere. The, I was just bringing it up. Nowhere. Oh. I was bringing it up. Because <laughs> I have the songs associated with each other. Somewhere over the rainbow and yeah, because those were two songs that we did in that little recital thing. I just want to like acknowledge that number two and number three are both Disney songs. With yeah, Disney Slade. Disney has a, a like almost. I don't know how many, but like looking at the top twenty, like at least like twenty five percent of Disney songs. Like I can it's tell like you exactly when you where wish, it's from. When you wish upon a star, can you feel the love? Can you feel the love tonight? Is an amazing song, by the way. <sighs> So good. Like, okay, I'm um, so that's from Lion King, Elton John, yep. or whatever. So, yep. So the new Lion King is gonna have Donald Glover and Beyonce, and if I can get a version of "Can You Feel the Love Tonight" sung by Donald Glover and Beyonce, I think I'm gonna die. Like that's that's all I want from life right now. <laughs> can Can you imagine? That would be so awesome. It would be so good. Cause that's a great song, but you just you, you delivered that very fun. And I would just like to acknowledge, shout out Eminem, Slim Shady, yeah, getting in there with "Lose Yourself." Lose yourself, easily his best song in my opinion. I'm not even a huge yeah. Eminem fan, but uh, I was about to say that. But like, man. yeah, that song is like, I have nothing negative to say about that song, and it's also fascinating because all almost all these top songs are old. Like 1939, 1940, uh-huh. 19, 1990, but they're all like old, and this is the only one from. It's from 2002. Well, there's Let It Go. Yeah, Let It Go, 2013. Down there. That's down there at number 13. And then there's Skyfall from 2012. Ooh, I forgot how good Skyfall is. Yeah, that was a cool song. Oh, um, then there's Color of the Wind. Beauty and the Beast. Ooh, I wonder colors- where that's from. <laughs> the. Colors of the Wind, that's a good song. 
what's that Where? from? Is that from? That's Pocahontas. Okay, I thought so. I was like, I wasn't, yeah, yeah. I, I wasn't sure, so I was not going to say the name because if I said the name, oh. I was wrong. It would have felt bad. I would have fired. You yeah, up. so I was not gonna, I was not gonna guess a name. We're a quick flame session. Oh, you'll be in my heart. That's a it's Tarzan. I'm just now. I'm just. I didn't pay attention to the Disney part of it. Yeah, they're like all freaking Disney. Under the sea. I, I'm surprised Under the Sea tied for number 10. Like, I I mean, it's not a, it's a good song, I guess. That's, I don't know. I feel like that one is like, people love that song, though. Yeah, A Whole New World, tied for 13. That's a good song, from Aladdin. Yeah, yeah. That is a good song. But Time of My I, Life, I don't that's know. a good one. I would give, I would give Under the, Under the Sea better. better. Probably I would a give it the dub. Say that again. I said I would if I had to because the whole way that this works basically is they put two songs together against each other. Yeah, too um, random. They just like randomize it. Yeah. So I would definitely give um, Under the Sea the W over a Whole New World. Mm, I would choose a Whole New World, mainly because really? I, I like Aladdin a lot, and also Under the Sea is like kind of an annoying song just because of. <laughs> <laughs> because of uh and that that kingdom hearts game that aaron and i play there's that oh, there's yeah. that little mermaid world and like it's basically guitar hero and you, you just like do songs and you have to hit like notes at the right time like the buttons and so boring and so like i've had to play that song i've had to listen to it just like a bunch of times and i really don't want to so i have it associated with being very annoyed yeah I think a standout song that's towards the bottom of the list is Man or Muppet from the Muppet movie from like, from 20, Muppet, from yeah. like 2011. That's like towards the bottom. <laughs> it's like, yeah, that's obviously going to be one of the worst songs. I like, I don't even know what it sounds like, but I, I do remember that winning for some reason. I watched the Oscars like that year, 2011. And uh, I remember that winning and I was like, why did a song from the Muppet movie just win song of the year? I think they talked about songs that got ripped off that should have won. Mmm. Like, I Don't Want to Miss a Thing by uh, that Aerosmith guy. What's his name? Steven Tyler. That's a good song, but it got ripped off. Eye of the Tiger got ripped off. That's that's an atrocity. What I wonder what beat that. I'm saying it's an atrocity that Eye of the Tiger didn't win. I'm not saying the song. Uh, I'm not yeah, saying yeah, the song yeah. is bad. I... <laughs> So one year for Christmas, we got a rock band game, and I think, like, it took my dad about five hours to, like, ban Eye of the Tiger. Ban it? Like, where people... Like, he was like, we couldn't play anymore. Like, we played Eye of the Tiger so much. Oh, my God. For, like, the first four hours we had it, my dad was like, this is no longer being allowed to play. Like, when he's just like, you can't, he's like, you can't do this anymore. Like, it's outlawed, basically, what he did. <laughs> But yeah, okay, another point of topic that we have to talk about. What? Is the Vince Staples GoFundMe. Okay, I haven't, I didn't really read, I just saw like the headline and I was like, nice. Okay, so basically, Vince Staples, who I actually enjoy, he's a couple of really good songs. He, <laughs> oh, 
this is so funny. He basically got so upset with people dissing his like tours. Like basically, he's been going on tours, um, and people have just been like, "This sucks." Like, what happened? Why are you so bad? Like all that kind of stuff, right? And he was like, "You know what? Like, screw you guys. How about you pay me two million dollars, and I will, um, like retire." And, like, you don't have to listen to anything from me musically again. Um, which is just this incredible level of, like, pettiness and just, like, I don't even know what other words to describe it. Yeah, it's like, it's funny. I, I wonder how much, I'm going to look up right now how much money he has. He probably has. Oh, like I'm looking at it. It's. It's $1,199 of his $2 million goal. 100000 you said? No, 1000 Oh, I thought you said 100000 I was like, wow. No, 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 no. And, I don't know, I just think that that's like, one, it's, it's genius, because like, if he, may, if he makes $2 million off of this... <laughs> For $2 million, I agree to do the following... Move to Palmdale, buy a Honda, a year supply of soups for the homies locked down, and buy a puppy. That's funny. Yeah. I think that would only knock out, like, mm, not a lot. Moving to Palmdale is the most expensive thing. I don't really know what that is, but it sounds like a retirement place in Florida. It's in, yeah, it's in California, okay. actually. Yeah. This, <laughs> okay, go look at the comments. This is great. Comments? People are like, I'm already quiet, but I can be quieter for two million dollars. And then they like, I guess there's this thing called Cash App, and they like link their username. <laughs> but the oh, it's just why are people like, paying LMAO? <laughs> I just think that it's like, like why would you? I don't know. I guess he got so fed up. Like he got to a point that he just snapped, and he was like. I cannot take this, people, like, hating on me anymore. Like, if you guys really just hate me that much, and I don't want to hear you anymore, just go ahead and, and pay me. There's there's over 3,500 shares, but only $1,000, basically. Yeah, it's just a joke. So does he get that money? So, like, if he doesn't hit the goal, does he still get the, like, Yeah, you get your money. Yeah, you get the money. Huh. So right now, if he's in right now, he just has made twelve hundred dollars. Interesting. Yeah, and like if he if he makes two million dollars, I hope that he continues to make music. Like yeah, I'm sure he, he will. He's not gonna stop making music because he's also not gonna hit two million dollars. I I don't know. I feel this like it's is, possible. Okay, how long has this been a thing? Let me see. Created and March seventh. Wait, what? Today? Yeah. I heard about this like two this days a, ago. What the heck? Uh, the GoFundMe started today. Well, I guess he's been planning on it. I could have sworn it was open, but no, he's not going to hit two million. I hope he look, does. Because look, everyone's everyone's like sending in like five bucks is like the average. So like, I don't yeah. know. I'm being like really dumb. I can't do that mental math in my head right now. So I just. I hope, like, personally, I want to see... 400,000 donators, five bucks each. I don't think that's... I don't think that's too reasonable. I don't think that's going to happen. 
four, considering his demographic, four thousand or four hundred thousand. Considering like the key demographic he listens that like listens to him, I don't think there's gonna be four hundred thousand people that donate five bucks. I don't know. There might be some some dudes out there that just throw a bunch of money. Yes, some guys, some other rappers, just throwing thousands of dollars at it. I mean, he has seven million monthly listeners. He has five hundred thousand followers on Spotify. I mean, I mean wait, how many followers? Awesome. How many followers? He has he has half a million followers. Okay, but he gets like seven, almost eight million listeners a month. It's possible. I feel like the listeners thing, I think that's just like a count of how many listens they get. Yeah, like how many unique profiles. But that doesn't but that doesn't necessarily mean there's seven million Vince Staples fan fans. Yeah. I'm I'm just saying if we've had to put money on it, I would put money on him getting able to retire. No. I don't, I don't think, think he, he would definitely not retire on two million. He he can probably yeah. make a lot more than that and because I wonder how old he is. He's probably not very old. Um, I just He's think that age. I love it though. He's twenty four. Just the fact of really, he's twenty four. Yeah, I think that's older than I expected. I expected like maybe like twenty two or thirty. Oh no, I expected younger. Yeah, I expected younger. I mean, I'm an older. Sorry. Uh, I guess I mean, he was. Do you remember that video of the woman who was like crying because? That one song of his was on the radio with his with her daughter in the car. Yes. Okay, I was like, please tell me you saw that because. Uh huh. Oh my god, that's the funniest thing. That video, because she, because then she proceeds to read the entire like lyrics to the song, and then will like stop and then like literally cry. And she has, I thought the funniest part is it's so hypocritical because she was. She was, like, swearing and everything, like, every time it happened in the song, which was, like, her biggest complaint is that there was tons of swearing. She also decided to use words that she probably shouldn't use because of her complexion um, in front in front of her children that were literally running around behind her. Like, there was, like, a four-year-old at least just, like, running around, like, directly behind her, just, like, a few feet, just, like, playing with, like, toys and stuff on the ground. And then other ones, and she would have to like turn around, and tell them to like be quiet, and then she would proceed to just like swear in front of them whenever that was like the reason she was like upset in the first place. Is that her children possibly heard the song? <laughs> I thought it was ridiculous. That's that yeah. is the. Uh, I don't know. I don't have. I don't know what I'm going to say about that. Apparently, like, I'm looking at something that, um, Vince Staples basically defends this lady. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. I heard about that. Editor, which is awesome. Good thing, Vince Staples is turning on that. I'm just now discovering that not only do I like his music, but I think he's funny. <laughs> he is a funny dude. I like him. I'm not like hey. a, I'm not like a huge fan, but, um, I do like some of his music. I like that North North song. That's probably like my favorite song of his. But That's the one that she cries about. Yeah, yeah, that's the one. <laughs> um Okay, the I told you about this a little bit. The the fact that Logic announced the newest mixtape of his 
with Rick and Morty. Oh. What are your thing? What like? What are your thoughts on that? Because I I don't so I mean so I don't think you've you seen it. He, he okay. Like, so here in, I'll I'll in just show Rick and Morty. There's a part where it talks about Logic releasing a mixtape. Is that what you're telling me? Because I haven't heard about no. This. Basically, it's he did it through Twitter. I think this is because I read the article. And this is what like came up was that he released a video through his Twitter about like him it's basically like a Rick and Morty skit that it specifically basically it's just like a little clip Morty, yeah it's like a two minute clip and so it's like Rick can we listen to like Lodger can I choose the music like yeah. typical Morty complaining and crying um and then it's basically go like Morty just goes on this or not Morty Rick goes on this tirade about like how like his He's like, I want to listen to mixtape Logic. And he's like, they basically argue about the difference between Logic's mixtapes and albums um, and stuff. And Rick, it's really funny. Rick says something like, I don't want to listen to some inspirational crap about how, uh, like, I can be whoever I want to be, blah, blah, blah. And it's really funny just the way that he says it. I'll have to he's check like, it. I just want to listen to a mixtape. I just want to turn up or something like that. And then, like, it just kind of cuts. And then in the Rick and Morty font, which annoyed the heck out of me, um, it's, like, Bobby Tarantino 2 coming March 9th or something. Interesting. Which I guess is in two days. Yeah. That's funny. Oh, I like... I kind of... I actually like Logic. <laughs> Some people don't. Some people think he's, like, corny or stuff, which... He is corny. Yeah, I mean, he, he can be. He definitely can be, but uh, I don't know. I still like him. Sometimes I don't love everything he's ever done, but no, I, I, I think is, like, I think he's cool. I just don't love him. Yeah, I feel like okay. I feel like with Logic, it's you either love Logic, or yeah. The worst you, part is his, his or you fan hate base. Logic. The worst part is like yeah. the fan base that just like is like he's yeah. the greatest thing to ever exist. It's like no. Yeah, it's either like. You love Logic, you hate Logic, or you're one of, like, the 35 people in the world that are just kind of like, okay, he's Logic. Yeah. You know? Yeah, and I like Rick and Morty, which also is ruined by its fan base. I think oh it, it's, my goodness. So, it's so, t- honestly, oh. the fan base that loves him and loves Rick and Morty are probably the exact same, so... The same people. Bri- that's, why he's, that's why he's doing it, yeah. <laughs> he's just... Yeah. No, it's... I think Rick and Morty's funny. But like, I think it's very funny. Rick and it's a it's an it's a show that like wait, did you say bummy or funny? Funny, like the first episode, oh. I just like decided to watch, and I was like, "All right, I'm breaking. I'm gonna do it. Don't make me do it to him." And I did. Uh, Don't oh my god! Yeah, and I was actually I was actually like laughing out loud hard by myself, which is which is you know tough. Really rare. Which is tough because yeah. like you you laugh more whenever you're with people, so being by yourself. Yeah. Yeah, I think it's funny. I think I'm super into it. Like, I probably watched, like, half of season one. It's definitely... I, I can see how funny. some people don't like it, but... I don't know. Yeah. I, I literally... It's one of those things. It's like, I hate the fan base. Yeah. Like, I... I just oh, don't talk man, about they're it. They're just... Secret fan. Yeah. Secret fan. <laughs> Secret Hitler. Oh, my God. I love that game so much. <laughs> but I, I get so, so like, heated... Every time, whenever I try to, pl- I've played it like a couple times recently, and if we only played it specifically because like my friends wanted to see me just get really angry, 
because I just because I, <laughs> I end up just like yelling at people, and it's That's it's how, fun. I love yeah. it. We play we play Resistance more so than Secret Hellway, but they actually banned like our friend group that I play board games with bans Secret Hitler. Yeah, Secret Hitler is it will eventually get old if you play it with the same group of people. I can definitely tell. Yeah. No, they banned it because they didn't like it. They played it twice and they didn't like it, so they oh, banned that's it. Stupid. See, um, I would, I would be heated about not playing it if that were me. If that were in your situation. Yeah. Um. But. Yeah, that's how I feel about Logic slash Rick and Morty. Mm-hmm. I just. Yeah. They're good. I'm not okay. I also am not in super into cartoons oh Bob's Burgers though I take that back Bob's Burgers mm. oof that show is legendary have you ever watched it I watched the first I watched like the first couple seasons and like I so I kind of liked it at first but now that I like when I think about it I, I do not like it I don't think it's that good of a show it is just not I don't know. It feels kinda of formulaic. Like it just got it got old oh, very fast. And yeah. that's something that like happens to me. Like shows I'll just like get sick of shows after watching them because I'm like, yep, it's the same thing happening over and over. Like same thing with friends. It's like uh it's like you get tired of seeing the same like scene. Like the, a scene will open with just like Chandler being like giving the punchline to a really obscure joke. It's like, it's like that stopped being funny seventeen times ago. <laughs> so, stuff like that. But I've been watching yeah. The Simpsons again lately. I've never watched. The Dude, Simpsons. The Simpsons is so funny. Like I used to watch it off and on because like FX or whatever would like you know put <clears throat> would put like marathons on of it. And yeah. so, like, sometimes I would watch the, of it. I'd watch some of it whenever stuff like that happened. And, um, it's seriously, there's some gold. Like, that show has, I, like, I laugh every single time I watch that show. Like, literally. Mm. Which is rare. Like, that doesn't, that doesn't happen for, like, most shows. And it's, yeah. I think it's just, like, brilliant because it, it's, it has dumb humor. Like, it has, like, humor that, like, kids will find, like, entertaining. But, and I think it gets a bad rep for that. Like, I feel like people see that and they're like, oh, that means it's a stupid show. Like, it has no, like, like deeper humor or anything like that, which is just simply not true. If you pay attention to, like, the dialogue and stuff, like, it goes, it'll sometimes just go by fast. But, um, uh, I'm trying to think of an example. Like, last night I watched an episode that was really funny. Um, I don't, I don't know why it was so funny, but it was an episode where, like, they go camping or yeah 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 homer was like gonna buy an rv because because flanders his like neighbor bought an rv and he was like oh i have to one up flanders because i hate him and so he goes like an rv salesman and i don't know just the whole thing was really funny the way that they were walking up and they show the salesman like in the store he sees them walking up and there's obviously no business that ever goes on there and he's like oh thank you god and then he like walks out the door (sighs) And, like, starts, like, schmoozing them. And they're looking at, like, this ridiculous RV. And Homer asks, like, okay, how much is it? Like, immediately. And the guy's like, oh, you're jumping right for it. And before we uh, start to 
talk about the price and figure it all out. I just wanted to say, I really like your face. I just wanted to let you know that. Like, are you Roman or something? Because your face, you just it just looks like a god's face. <laughs> and uh, it's just, I don't know. It's funny. And then, like, later that episode, they're stranded in a forest. And, like, they're trying to, like, capture a bunny for food. And they, like, set up a, a trap that would, like, grab its leg with, like, a tree. And whenever it goes off, it just, like, flings the bunny, like, a mile away. And, like, that was kind of, like, dumb humor, but something about it was just, like, really unexpected, and it actually made me laugh, so, I don't know. There we go. I feel like I, I just, I couldn't get over the way that Homer talks, I feel like. Yeah. I don't know. Anyways, it's whatever. <laughs> I'm not super worried about what TV shows are on. I've never I don't been even, I don't even really watch, like, TV all that often. Atlanta. Well, I mean, I love Atlanta. Ugh. I watch Atlanta and Bob's Burgers. They're like the two TV shows that I've ever been in the Office, of course. Yeah, there's like a few TV shows I've ever been dedicated to. Yeah, The Office is probably my favorite show ever. But it also makes me sad that it's so like mainstream now. It's like I, it's like I was binge watching the show like in eighth grade. Like that was <laughs> that was like six or seven years ago when it was still happening and like no one ever watched it and it was still like a cult favorite and i guess that makes me like a hipster or something but it being so mainstream it just like hurts it hurts it's just like because just everyone's like oh my god i love the office so much and it's like yeah 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 doesn't everybody it's like i just (laughs) miss i just miss like it felt like it was special it was like i know about this and it's amazing and now it's getting to the point, and this ha- I feel like this happens a lot with music, where it's like, the people that used to love it and were there, like, they don't like it now because it was popular. Well, I mean, that, that's so it's like, what I'm saying. I'm just like, I'm not going to say I don't like it anymore, but it's just like, my, my like, the fandom for it is definitely a lot weaker just because yeah. I'm just like annoyed by people that like love it now. No, I'm saying like, I'm saying like, there's the people who are like, Oh man, Parks and Rec is such the better show. The Office sucks. Oh, that's ridiculous. That's, and that's it's the like, worst take. You're you're dead wrong. Like you're so bad. That's the like, worst take. Have, yeah. Like but, I can understand oh. some people being like, "Oh, The Office is too awkward for me." It's like I guess I understand that, but that's still a bad reason. That's and terrible. Then people are like part of the reason that it's the way. It's like saying that Michael's a bad character because he's not a good human it's like michael's a great character like i know i can't remember if one of my friends they're like oh i like the office kinda i like every character but i cannot watch it specifically because of michael i'm like are you kidding me like michael is at least (laughs) one reason to watch the show like it's just i don't know steve carell is so perfect for that he's for that character like i don't i can't stand kelly anyone else kelly i like i like kelly in a in just like a weird way, but I'm not gonna like defend her because yeah, she's kind of annoying. See, I don't like Kelly, but like I'm not gonna not watch the show because of Kelly. Then I don't think that she's a poorly written character. Like this thing, people are like, oh, Michael's just a bad character. Like he's not like he's a bad reason or a bad part of the show. I'm like, no, he's not. You're wrong. <laughs> Ding dong, your opinion's wrong. Hmm. But I uh, I don't get how people the park Parks and Rec is. 
not a better show. It, it's a it's still a great show. Parks and Rec is a great show. I, I love like, Parks and Rec, but it, I'm just saying but it's... it definitely just does not. It just doesn't compare. It has its moments though. It has some great characters. Parks and Rec does like um, Ron Swanson is like a top tier character. That's true. Ron Swanson is. Ron Swanson, I want Ron Swanson to be like, I want to be him when I grow up. He's my, <laughs> he's my human idol. I want his mustache. I just want to be able to grow a mustache like that. So badly. I, I feel like getting to that point of having a mustache like that is so hard. Like in almost, well, you're just like, too you're just hard like to get through. By the time you can do it. Yeah, that's true. And it's like, you have to dedicate, cause you can't just like grow just a mustache. To get a mustache like that, you have to grow everything else on your face out and then shave it down to that or else you get to a certain point. Like, there's a certain point where it's not okay with the level like that your facial hair is at, your mustache is at. Yeah. You know? Like, there's just... So you have to dedicate the whole entirety of your face to having a nice upper lip. But then once it's there, you know, it's worth it. Yeah. I just wish I had... Like, I have facial hair and I used to wear like a lot of facial hair sometimes or just like a little bit and just looking back on it now i just i can't believe i was so blind it just doesn't look good <laughs> and it makes me so sad because yeah. i wanted it to be good so bad and it's just not i just have to keep waiting yeah. but it's not like i'm that sad about the whole thing because i still have friends like in college that like don't have to shave yeah that's you mean don't shave as in... Like they don't, like they just don't need to. Like they maybe yeah, shave like once two weeks. Yeah, that's me. Yeah. Ah, no, I shave once a week. But it, I, like, yeah. Yeah, I don't know anything else to say about that. Really. <laughs> it's not an important part of it. Yeah, this is getting all long. Looking weird. That's some neat. There's like an old, old picture where this kid is like, it's basically two identical pictures and it's, like, do I look better with or without facial hair? And he's got his shirt, like, just around his neck, like, not through the armholes, as if he's, like, trying to not have a shirt on, but, like, he thinks it's too scandalous and he'll get in trouble if he has his shirt all the way off or something. It's funny, he's, like, clearly, like, 12 or 13. It's, I'm totally I lost. I have no idea what you're trying to describe to me. Yeah, never just ignore all of what I just said. Okay. We'll just edit that right out of here. I ain't staying. We'll see. Oh, darn it. We'll see. Um, I think that's all I've really got for music-wise, huh? Yeah, I don't think I have much else to really say. Yeah. Um. So, quickly, we have to shout out. Shout out. Um, Allie for the, the artwork of the podcast. Yes. Because that is so cool. Yeah, I really love it a lot. Really I'm I'm yeah. very grateful because that is so much. Because it's, I just like the vibe of it. It has a cool, like, yes. authentic kind of feel. Yeah. So shout out to her for that and doing out some really cool technical technical notepad thingy that transfers, like, writing over from paper to whatever. I don't know. Cool stuff. Um, Instagram is happening. Mm. Unbiased at unbiased music podcast maybe. Maybe the full thing. Just search on Bias Music. Have you made it It'll yet? Either. I have made it. I have. But 
there there will be something on it by the time this podcast happens is uploaded. Um, but I have been slammed with music and or not music homework. Yeah, I don't think you'll have any problems, um, but I'm gonna run to my car real fast in case you ever want to run. Okay, cool. Thanks. All right, sorry um, about that. I'll edit that out. The guy had to come tell me something real quick. That's not a big deal. Yeah. Um. Anyways, I'll just restart that. So Instagram is happening. Um, at unbiased music podcast, or just search unbiased music. Um, just because it'll be cool, it'll be fun. Yep. Um, and yeah. because that'll let you know up to date stuff, and like maybe something happens and we don't post. And you're like, where are they? Why haven't they uploaded something for me to listen to? And you'd be like, hey guys, sorry, this is why. Enjoy this music theme in the meantime. Something like that. I don't know. Yep. It'll just be a fun thing. It'll be fun. And it'll be like, it'll be just like this podcast. It'll be, we'd have no structure to it. Yeah, it'll just but be It's going to be fun. And fun. Hopefully enjoyable. And I'm making a, he's in charge of Instagram. I'm in charge of Twitter. So there's already a Twitter account, uh, unbiased underscore music. I'll put links and stuff to, uh, to like in the description to like all these things. So yes, please follow us. You can interact with us and talk to us. I'm actually yeah, it's a good way to keep in contact in case you're like, hey, talk about this album and what you think about it, and we'll be like, cool man or woman. Yes, what we think about it. That'd actually be really cool. We should to do a segment like that. No, not necessarily to talk to them. To talk to human beings. Well, to, to talk to human beings would be, like, alright, I guess. Yeah. But to have, like, one album a week where we talk, like, an old album. Oh, like, yeah. Hey, what do you think I've thought about that. that. I've, I haven't, like, brought it up, but I've thought about that. Because there's, like, a lot of just, like, old I'm albums I want to listen to. But the thing I feel yeah. is it could get old, because it's, like, if we're pick, if we know about an old album it's going to be good, so it's just going to be, like, non-stop, just like, yeah, this one was good. Yeah. Whereas, like, we're... Or we're, something. We, yeah. If we keep listening to new stuff, we can get bad ones, and we can roast them. You know? Or have people, like, make us listen to bad albums on purpose. Like, something uh, that they know we don't know. I just... You know? That could be a struggle for me. We'll figure I it out. It. The only... I, like, I suck at watching, like, bad movies. Like, some people love watching bad movies. And the like only... The the, no, The Room is a masterpiece. <laughs> <laughs> the Room is a masterpiece. That's an exception to the rule. Oh, it's but, bad. Uh, it's so bad. Yeah, like, so bad I don't, music, I don't love it as much as... I don't love it as much as you do. Bad music would be... Tough. Oh, my God. Yeah. That... I guess that's um, about it. Yeah. Oh, we're going to listen to this week, an album, or at least one of them that we know we're going to listen to. Yeah. Um, is by Foggy Raw. Yep, Alec loves Foggy Raw. I love Foggy Raw. I'll talk about why I love them next week, but the album is called Fogtavius Vandross by Foggy Raw, obviously, and that is what we're going to be listening to and talking about next time. And I don't know when exactly I'll be able to record again, because I'm going to... What are you doing for spring break? I'm going to Camp Blessing. We're having like a spring break trip type thing. So I will be incapacitated until the Thursday of spring break. Not incapacitated. 
you'll just be not available. Inreachable. Yeah, and I'll be... Do not disturb. I'll be out of town on Thursday and later through spring break, so... It'll be like... Snap. It'll be like two weeks. Another two weeks. Rip. We can chat. Yeah. Maybe. Maybe we can speak. I don't know. But, anyways, that's all I got. That's all I got to say about that. Yeah, that's all I got. Tune in in about two weeks. You'll know when we're going to make a podcast again if you follow the Instagram and the Twitter. Yes, I will try to give updates. Yeah, please follow it. It'll be cool. Y'all can talk to us, give us ideas. And you can share this with your friends. Yes. All right. It'll be sick. Anyways. Uh, thanks for listening. Yeah. Yeah. Have a have Hope a good fun. good week. Good spring break if you're about to go on spring break. And Stay maybe safe, maybe you're listening to this like years from now. So just have a good day. <laughs> just have a good day. Just go have a day. I could I could man that you have a good day. Anyways, till next time. See ya. All right. See ya. See ya. See ya.